Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go with um, the Chiefs deciding not to franchise Tag Orlando Brown. Are you surprised by this move, Nick? Yeah, I'll be honest, I am. I know th- I knew this was a possibility, but I think it's one of those things where we had talked about Orlando Brown Jr.'s future so much, so many different times. And when you do it enough times, you start to talk yourself into the outcome that you think it's going to be, which I always thought was going to be franchise tagging him and then maybe trying to go back to the well like you did a season ago and trying to get a long-term deal done. But my preference was that you would franchise tag him and then attempt to trade him this offseason, right? Try to get something in return. When you see the initial news that they're not even going to franchise tag him, the first reaction is, wait a minute. You're going to let this guy walk in free agency and maybe get nothing in return for him? That, That feels like a losing proposition. But then you kind of realize, okay, wait a minute. Who's running the show here in Kansas City? Brett Veach. What is the saying about Brett Veach, right? And Brett Veach, we, we trust. trust. So we have to assume there's there's layers to this onion, right? There's something that we need to unpack that maybe we don't quite know. So then you kind of try to reverse engineer it. Okay, you're not using the franchise tag on Orlando Brown Jr. What does that mean? What were you trying to avoid? What, what would have... Placing the franchise tag on him done to your situation that you don't want to experience. Well, one thing we know is if you put the franchise tag on him, $20 million is going to be his salary for next season. The Chiefs have room, but maybe not if you want to re-sign Juju to an extension, right? Maybe if you have other guys that you're targeting in free agency or by means of trades, you want more flexibility for next year. Okay, that's one possibility, but that doesn't quite answer the entire question. I think the bigger piece of this puzzle, this Orlando Brown puzzle, is that if you are franchise tagging him, you are once again negotiating against yourself. If you franchise tag Orlando Brown Jr., he doesn't get to go and test his value against the market. We're kind of seeing that right now with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, who... Uh, place the franchise tag on on Jackson, but because it's this, now he has the opportunity to go and negotiate with other teams, the Ravens are basically saying, we are going to figure out how the rest of the league feels about you. Mm-hmm. If Lamar Jackson's out there asking for a Deshaun Watson contract, right? I want everything fully guaranteed. And the Ravens are saying, no, we're not giving it to you because we don't think anybody else will give it to you. It wouldn't shock me if the Chiefs are doing a similar tactic with Orlando Brown Jr. If Orlando Brown Jr. is saying, hey, I'm 27 years old. I've never missed significant time. I switched from right tackle to left tackle. 
We just won a Super Bowl. I want a big old bag of cash. I want $24 million a year. I want $25 million a year. I want a lot of that guaranteed more than you're willing to give me. It wouldn't shock me if the Chiefs are saying, okay, well, if we franchise tag you and we don't get a deal done, fast forward 12 months, we're in the exact same situation we are now. And what Brett Veach and this front office have been so good at, Kayla, is thinking two or three steps ahead. Yeah. They're never just looking at their current situation. I think we as fans, because we don't have the insight and the data or the knowledge to, to go through and do that, at least most of us don't. I certainly don't. I'm not a salary cap expert. To go through and look you know, two, three years down the line, okay, this guy's going to be a free agent. We're going to have to pay him, right? When you're looking at Creed Humphrey or Nick Bolton or Trey Smith, some of these younger guys that are going to need extensions, then you kind of start to spin the gears in your head and say, well, if we're paying this guy now, we're not going to have money to do that. We'd, we need to be in a better situation next year so we're not sitting here negotiating with this guy for the third year row. So figure out. Let's let him go out, talk to other teams, and figure out exactly what he's worth. If it's still in the ballpark of what we're comfortable doing, then maybe he'll be in Kansas City again next year. But we're not going to overpay for a guy that we don't think is worth this massive contract. So there's so many moving parts. And at first glance, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. But once you kind of start unpacking it a little bit, it is a little easier to figure out exactly what the chief's line of thinking is here with this guy. Okay. So that I understand we did not place the franchise tag on him because of cap space. Correct. You mean like they just didn't have enough money to place the franchise tag on him? No, they could have made it work. So you cleared up about $21 million just by releasing Frank Clark. And I know we're going to get to that in a second. Yes. So you cleared up a ton of money just by releasing one guy. Patrick Mahomes deal is so unique in that you've got all of these mechanisms that you can move around to push money from one year to the next, right? He did that on purpose. You could always do that. You can always exercise the right to move some money around. You can get some more money there. Chris Jones has one year left on his deal. And we see this all the time. It happened with Tyreek Hill in Miami last year. The second Tyreek Hill signed his new contract, right? That makes him the highest paid player in the NFL next season. He's going to make $31 million next season, Kayla. He made $6 million last year, right? You always backload these contracts. Exactly. But it gives teams more flexibility in the short term. So if we all imagine that Chris Jones is going to get an empty check, I certainly do, like a blank check. Sign your name on it, Clark Hunt. And then, hey, Chris, (laughs) final zeros up there on on the total line. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to clear up more cap space for next year. Chris Jones, I think, is owed $28 million next year. You're going to move that money around. So you can you can find ways to create more money next season, but do you want to wait another year and then have these same conversations with Orlando Brown, knowing that all of a sudden, this window, you like to space your deals out, right? You don't want to give all of your big contracts out in one year. Well, the closer, the more you kick that Orlando Brown Jr. can down the road, the closer you're putting that deal with all these other deals that you might be interested in re-signing. I think the, you know, I think the best part about this, Kayla, is the Chiefs don't have any bad contracts out there right now. That's good. That feels like a plus. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
the, the biggest the, the, the big contracts that you have are Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Joe Tooney. And all four of those guys are playing at or near the very best players at their position. Orlando Brown Jr. is asking for a comparable deal. He's not playing like one of the best players at his position. So I understand why the Chiefs might have some hesitancy to all of a sudden sort of change their thought process on who they hand these big deals out to. Do you think they'll get a deal done with him? Or do you think he's playing somewhere else next year? I think I would put it at uh, like an 85-15 split that he's playing somewhere else next year. Whoa. I think if there was a deal to be done, they would have got it done. They would okay. have got it done by now. The fact that they're saying, we want you to go test your market, and like because that's where the 15% comes in. The 15% is the overlap. Like if we're doing a Venn diagram, here's what the Chiefs think he's worth. Here's what he thinks he's worth. There's a 15% split right there in the middle where they're like, okay, we can probably find some common ground here. I get the sense Orlando Brown Jr. wants a record-setting deal. Like maybe not Trent Williams' money when he went out there and like nobody's going to touch that. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't shock me if he's saying, you know what? I want $24 million annually and I want $65 million guaranteed. I want $80 million guaranteed. I don't know where those numbers are at, but I think if they were closer, then we wouldn't have seen this happen. If they were closer on where they thought the right deal was, they would have just put the franchise tag on him because they would be confident they're going to iron out a deal in the next month. The fact that that's not happening and now they're giving themselves until next week, March 13th, to finalize something tells me that he's probably going to be a free agent. 